From JMI Wealth, look who we found, Andrew Kelleher, morning. <laughs> morning, morning Mike, how are you? Uh, I'm well indeed, how come nothing got offered up at the um, the auction this morning? It went backwards a bit, but there's a lot of stuff not on offer, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, no, they do. They do from time to time change the uh, change the volumes that are offered at at the auction. So we'll see how that we'll see what happens in terms of volumes offered over the next few uh, few auctions. And I'd love to to have come back and give you good news about the the results, but I can't um, because you've seen a continuation here of weaker prices for you know what is our, our most important export commodity. Hey, Mike, I think we called this a trend a little while back, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that that trend's still very much in place. So bar that brief respite and in early June, it's basically been six months now of weaker prices. So uh, of the last 11 auctions, 10 have resulted in a move lower in the Global Dairy Trade Price Index. Now, um, I haven't I haven't looked at the numbers yet and thought about the, the actual dollar ramifications, but you'd have to think that the Farmgate milk prices for next year will have to be sort of re-forecast. Um, uh, yeah, Global Dairy Trade Price Index down 2.9%. Uh, skim milk powder hanging in there, uh, 0.1% price increase, but the damage was done with a, a 3.5% fall in in whole milk powder. Mike, I think you're seeing evidence here of concerns over global growth slowdown. I mean, everyone is reforecasting their global growth forecasts, um, weaker Chinese economy as well. I think you're seeing that. Look, there is a silver lining, though, in this. I mean, because there's always there's always two sides to every story if you want to find one. I mean, you get weaker prices here for commodities. That could potentially take some of the heat out of inflation once these prices flow through to uh, the prices you see on these commodities in the shops. OK, earnings season, Mercury came to the party big time. Yeah, so uh, Mercury. So yesterday you talked about contact, I think, and uh, during yesterday we had another generation retailer, uh, Mercury, report their earnings. So now on track for 15 straight years of dividend growth. And let's not forget, I mean, we talk about mortgages a lot. We've got the Reserve Bank today. They're going to throw another 50 basis points on the cash rates. We're all going to be talking about mortgage rates. But dividends are important for people, and actually cash rates going up mean that interest payments to people who have deposits go up as well. So 15 straight years of dividend growth. Operating earnings for Mercury now reflect and are benefiting from the addition of revenue from ex-Tilt Renewables wind farms. Remember, they bought those. They are now the largest retail supplier of energy in New Zealand. Earnings there, $0.34 per share. That was higher than consensus analyst expectations. Total revenue now $2.19 billion. That was also above analyst expectations. I think they were sort of hovering just below the $2 billion mark. Uh, share price actually fell yesterday, fell 3.2% on what looked like a pretty good result, $6.33. But they've enjoyed some pretty strong uh, share price growth recently, so probably still sitting around 12-month high. So actually pretty good result. All right. And when you arrived home from Australia yesterday, did you see anybody else there in terms of a person who might be arriving in the country for the first time? <laughs> what are you talking about, Mike? Jeez, oh, the population's gone. Oh, the population growth. Jeez. I thought it was, was somebody surreptitiously trying to sneak into the country. Now, there's no population growth, Mike. There aren't. There isn't any population growth. The population growth is the lowest we've seen it since 1986. But the point I want to make about this quickly, though, is that we've got no population growth, and this is now. What are you talking? You know, almost, this is almost 40 years or 30 to 40 years since we've seen population growth this slow. But we're still building houses like it's going out of fashion. We're still seeing those dwelling consents coming through. Look, this is great for getting people housed, mm. but the point I want to make about this is maybe not a great scenario for house price growth. Supply and demand scenario there, Mike, doesn't look that good. Right, what are the numbers? 
Well, every, these markets just keep going up, Mike. I mean, we've got another, we've got green numbers across the board again. We've got the Dow Jones at 34,273. It's up 361 points, which is over a 1% gain. Uh, the S&P 500, 4318. That's up 21 points, another half a percent. And even the Nasdaq's up this morning as well, 46 points, uh, 13,173, 0.35%. Overnight, uh, the FTSE 100 gained 27, 7536. Uh, the Nikkei relatively unchanged, 28,868. Shanghai Composite also relatively unchanged, 3277. Uh, the ASX200 gained 41 points yesterday, 0.58%, 7105 was a close there. And the NZX50 creeping ever, ever slowly back towards 12,000, 11,847, up 58 points, about half a percent there. Kiwi dollar, 0 0.6340 against the US, 0 0.9030 Aussie, 0 0.6231 Euro. 0.5242 against the pound, 85.16 Japanese yen. Uh, gold is trading $1,776.12 and Brent crude uh, $92.18. So it's come off a little bit. Uh, good news for motorists there. Mike. All right, mate. See you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.